If you've been wondering how to discern God's purpose and plan for your life and how to start actually living in it, then you're in the right place. I'm going to tell you exactly how here today on God's Plan for Living. Welcome to the God's Plan for Living podcast, where I give you a simple roadmap to living your ideal kingdom life. I'm Matt Tommy, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey, my friends, so glad that you are with me here today on God's Plan for Living. Listen, who doesn't want to know God's purposes and plans for their life? Who doesn't want to walk in that? I know I do, and I know you do as well as somebody that, that loves Jesus and is, is looking for ways to deepen that relationship with him. And listen, even if you don't know him uh, as your Lord and Savior yet, uh, he makes that invitation free to everybody. You don't have to come with anything or with any qualifications, only with a yes in your heart to receive every good thing that he has for you uh, in this life as you yield your life uh, to him. And that's what today is all about, learning how to discern and how to you know, understand God's plan for your life so that you can start to walk in that. Listen, no matter where you're from in the body of Christ, there's a lot of different ways to to understand this process. Some people are very familiar with, you know, the idea of hearing God's voice and understanding that he has a plan for their life. Others, you know, you might be sitting there today going, I didn't even know that knowing God's plan was a thing. Like, I just thought we were, you know, kind of supposed to get saved and hang on until Jesus comes and, and do the best we could. But listen, I want to bring you into God's word. Uh, Jeremiah says what? For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. So guess what? God's got a plan. <laughs> His plan is good. It's not to harm you. It's to give you a hope and a future. Now, what does that hope mean? Well, hope is, again, a desired end. He wants to give you a vision. He wants to place something in your heart that so resonates with you that it would fill you with faith and hope and vision uh, to, to sustain you and keep you going through the difficulties of pursuing God's plan. Because that's what? Walking with God is not always going to be roses. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. But what? Take heart. In other words, you're not on, you're not on your own in this thing. <laughs> I've overcome the world. And through me, you can overcome as well. But it's important to know God's got a plan for your life, a unique plan based on your unique design. Everything that God calls you to do is based on who God designed you to be. And so you've got a unique design. You've got a unique purpose. You've got a unique assignment. Even if you don't realize what that is yet, God wants to reveal that and start that process with you today. I want to jump into a scripture. I love going right back to God's word. I want to go into uh, 1 Corinthians 2 uh, and uh, verse number 9 all the way through uh, verse number 16 to really drive this point home about how to understand God's plan for your life and how to pursue that. And then I want to give you some real practical things and exercise today that you can do to actually get it on paper and start understanding what this could look like for you. All right. So uh, chapter two, verse nine of first Corinthians says this, uh, but it is written, I has not seen, ear has not heard nor entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So again, guess what? God's the same in the New Testament as he is in the Old Testament. <laughs> God's got really great things, all right, for you, and he's prepared them for you. Now, I, I want to just zero in on that word prepared, because it's one thing to think, oh yeah, God's planned a whole bunch of things. In other words, God's kind of hoping that things will work out for me. No, 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 no. 
The word Jehovah-Jireh that we often translate as God provides, actually the fullness of that word is the God who sees and provides. See, God has seen who you are, where you are now, where you're going in his plan, what you're going to need along the way, every turn, every crook, every hill, every valley. And he has, according to this, prepared a plan for you. In other words, he's seen the whole journey. Listen, I don't know if that gives you uh, a lot of encouragement, but it gives me a heck of a lot of encouragement because I realize what? I'm not on this thing on my own. I'm not trying to do this thing by myself. I'm walking in a plan that is already designed for me to prosper, for me to grow, for me to be conformed into the image of Christ. What an opportunity. And we all have that in the kingdom. Now, continuing in verse 10, it says, but God has revealed them, those, those things that eyes not seen and ears not heard, those things that are so good, right? God has revealed them to us through his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So this is huge, right? So how does God reveal his plans and purposes to us? A Google search? Nope. Looking on Facebook? Not necessarily. <laughs> you know, looking at what everybody else is doing and comparing them and feeling inadequate and just trying to reach out and grab something that, that looks like it might be successful? No. He reveals them to us by the Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit speaks to our spirit. The Holy Spirit's living in you right now, the fullness of the kingdom in you right now, and he speaks. He resonates inside of you and speaks to what? He's speaking to your design, and he's speaking to the assignment that he has for you. He's saying, wake up, wake up. He's blowing life and the fire of God and the revelation of the Holy Spirit in and through you. Why? So that you can do the things and be the person that he's called you to be and called you to do. Now, verse 11 says, for what man knows the things uh, of a man except the spirit of a man, which is in him, even so no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. So again, you know, nobody's going to realize this just by their natural mind. It's God that's going to reveal it to them. Verse 12 says, now we have received not by the spirit of the world, but by the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Now, this is huge. So again, he's reiterating the idea that this was God's idea from the beginning, and we get to, by the spirit, freely receive those things that were given to us by God. So you're like, you mean I don't have to go out and make this happen myself? Nope. <laughs> you mean this is all this responsibility is not up to me to go out and please God and make it happen and do all these things for God? No. Guess what you get to do? You get to cooperate with God. <laughs> you get to you get to freely receive. You get to freely receive the things what that God has already planned and prepared for you. I mean, is this good news or what? <laughs> The only thing that I got to do right now, according to this verse, is I got to believe that it's true, say yes in my heart and start walking in it. I mean, come on, somebody. This is, this is good news, right? That's the kingdom, though. Everything in the kingdom happens by grace through faith. God did it by his grace because we, could, we couldn't do it. He provided for us and did for us what we could never do on our own. And all we have to do is receive it by faith. But Matt, that's only talking about salvation. No! 
That's everything in the kingdom. God has already made a way for you and for me to do everything and be everything and accomplish everything that he has planned and prepared for us. And all we have to do is learn to co-labor with him and freely receive it. Wow. Wow. Now, verse 13 says, these things we also speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man, listen now, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. All right? So God's going to be leading you in ways and giving you opportunities to receive things from him along the way that don't make sense in your mind, in my mind, and in the mind of those around us. Now, here's the deal, friend. If you allow everybody else's opinion of what you're doing and what you should do and and who you really are and what God's called, if you allow that to define you, if you allow your past and what worked out or didn't work out for you, if you allow the comparison trap to get going inside of you, guess what? You will not want to step fully into the thing that God has called you to. Why? Because the thing God calls you to always requires a step of faith. God always, every promise of God always requires a step of faith. It always requires this exchange for us to give up what we have known and what we have understood in exchange for what? In exchange for the things that he has promised and prepared for us that he's only asking us to freely receive. So you got to get out of your mind that this is going to make sense in the natural it's going to look different. It's going to feel different. It's going to, you're going to have a different experience than you've ever had in the past and maybe from others. But that has nothing to do with whether or not it's God. You got to know that you know. Why? Not by your natural mind, but by the Spirit. That's why learning to hear His voice and knowing His ways and learning His Word, that's why that's so important so that when God speaks by the Spirit, something inside of you resonates. You're like, oh, that's God. That's God. That's what it sounds like. All right. And how do we do that? Well, he goes on, but at the end of verse 16, it says, but we have the mind of Christ. So we are learning in this passage of scripture that we're going to freely receive the things that God has already planned and prepared for us by the spirit, not because we could do it by ourselves, not because we're so awesome, but because what? Because we have the mind of Christ, and because we're willing to step out into that by faith, even when it doesn't make sense in the natural, in order to pursue the things that God has for us. That's how you start to pursue God's plan for your life. That's how you start to understand God's purposes and plans for your life. Now, the interesting thing is uh, that I've determined over the years is when God begins to give you a plan and a purpose for your life, it is often um, a vision. It is often, uh, there's imagery attached to it, a movie attached to it, emotions attached to it. God, God speaks to us many times through our imagination. He's speaking to us uh, in a way that it enlightens and awakens this inner engine that he's given us called our imagination. And, and movies begin to play inspired by the Holy Spirit. In other words, we can see and feel and sense and touch almost what it looks like to step into the thing that God has called us to. 
Listen, that's why the Bible says without vision, the people perish. The word vision there means without prophetic revelation. So without that download, that clear understanding of this is who I am, this is what God's called me to do. Without that, the people perish or other translations say cast off restraint. In other words, we run around from here to there trying to figure out everything on our own with no boundaries, no purpose, no direction. All right. That's how most people live their life, even in the church, because they don't understand how the kingdom of God works in this way of bringing us into the fullness of, of what he's called us to. All right. So that is that is huge. When you begin to understand the vision that God's called you to, you can say yes to that. And see, your yes determines your vision and your focus. Your no then determines your boundaries. In other words, I'm choosing to say yes to this and I'm choosing but to say no to these other things. And by choosing to say no to those other things, I am co-laboring with the Holy Spirit to create a clear path from where I am now to where he's called me to go. That is huge. So many people get overwhelmed and frustrated and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing this and that. I don't have time to pursue the things that God's called me to do. And I've had this vision for years and I just don't know what's going on. It's because you're not saying no to things that don't align with who God's called you to be. It's not enough to just say yes. Your yes has got to be got to be brought together with some no's in order to form boundaries and a pathway toward what God's called you to. Now, Proverbs 16, 9, I love this. In his heart, a man plans his way, but the Lord, what? Orders his steps. So again, this is in the kingdom of God, one of those situations that God does not do to you, he does with you. In other words, he gives you the vision. You get together with him and plan and dream and imagine and all the stuff. And you're, you're bringing that before the Lord, like, Lord, oh, is this what you had in mind? This is what's on my heart. And oh, this would be so awesome if we could do this and that. He's inviting you to that. In his heart, a man plans his way. There's, you're fully convinced that, man, this is what God's called me to do. And guess what? As you start walking in it, as you start taking steps toward it, what does the Bible say? In his heart, a man plans his way, but the Lord orders his steps. God can't order your steps if you're not walking. So you have to begin to walk in faith. But I don't see it. I don't know everything. It's okay. You know the direction you know the direction of what, to which God's called you. Abraham didn't know every step of the journey. He just knew this is the direction and I'm supposed to go and God's going to do something awesome if I do. That's all you got to know, friend. <laughs> That's all you got to know. He'll reveal the steps. So the question becomes, and I want to really zero in on this today, the, the, the question becomes, well, how do you begin to really get clear on that vision? And often it comes kind of like puzzle pieces. It's not, you know, all of us would love to get a text message from Jesus going, this is what your next 30 years is going to look like, but it's not like that, is it? It's often these puzzle pieces uh, that begin to come together that when we discern with the Lord by the Spirit, we begin to say, ah, oh, now I see, now all of this begins to make sense. And so some of those things are moments of revelation. You may be in, in your time, you know, in the mornings or whenever with the Lord, reading his word, in worship, whatever. You have a moment of revelation. Aha, I see that now. Something resonates in your spirit. Maybe an encounter with him 
as you're in his presence. Maybe God comes to you uh, in a dream, in a vision. Maybe you hear his voice. Maybe something jumps off the page uh, as you're reading his word. All right, something, an encounter or a moment of revelation. All right, write those things down without judgment. Again, you want to you want to really focus, I think, as you're learning to hear God's voice on the perception and learning to perceive him rather than the fear of penalty. All right? Learn to just, when you feel like it's from the Lord, even if you're not quite sure, write it down. Write it down. He, he'll work out the details along the way. Then prophetic encouragement. Maybe somebody has given you a word before. Maybe uh, you know, you've been prophesied over in the past. Somebody's encouraged you in a specific way that really resonated with you. you just, it's been kind of sitting there. You didn't know what to do with it. Um, dreams and desires that won't go away. God speaks through dreams, right? He speaks through our imagination, but he also speaks through dreams when you're sleeping. Desires, he puts desires in our heart. The Bible says what? Delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the what? Desires of your heart. But how do I know that it's not me? It is you. It's God in you. God put the desire in you. All right, that's how he's he's wired you. Passion and gifts and unique talents and recognizing favor and open doors and opportunities and, and all the things. You, you begin to kind of put all of these things together. And it's like, oh, all of a sudden I start seeing a pattern. I start seeing some uh, a consistent, cohesive story happening as I bring all of these things into my life. Guess what? That's God's way of bringing that all together. And as you begin to trust, not in your own understanding, not in what makes sense in your natural mind, but as you just begin to say, God, to the best of my ability, as led by your spirit, I believe that this is what you're calling to, uh, to this and more. Lord, I offer this to you. I commit my way to you. The, the Bible says, commit your ways to the Lord and they'll succeed. I've dreamed with you. I've planned with you. I'm walking toward this. Now, God, be faithful to guide my steps. Guess what the Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. In other words, don't be wavering. Don't be going back and forth. Don't get double-minded. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In other words, don't do the things that just make sense in your natural mind. Don't be afraid to step out in faith. But in all your ways, acknowledge him. This is God's story, not mine. This is his plan, not mine. This is for his glory, not mine. And what? and he will direct your paths. God promises to direct your path when you trust in him, when you make strides toward walking with him by faith and not worrying about, uh, you know, is this, is this exactly right or am I getting exactly right? Lay all that down. This is his story, and he wants to walk with you. So listen, I want to encourage you to do a couple of things as you are um, just, you know, starting this journey or maybe re-energizing this journey of learning to hear uh, God's voice and find his plan for your life. Number one, I just would say, thank God. Get with Jesus and say, God, thank you that from the very beginning, even though I didn't maybe recognize it until today, you have had not only a plan for my life, but you have made preparations for it already. Number two, write down all the puzzle pieces that we've been talking about today, and maybe even more that you begin to recognize. You're like, I knew this was something. I That thing that happened three years ago, that word somebody gave to me, or man, I've been, had this desire for, for years, but I just didn't know what to do with it. Write it all down, and I promise you, you're going to begin to see some cohesiveness begin to come together um, in all that. 
If there's a dream that you've had for years, write it down. Write it down. You know, Jesus said in, in Matthew eleven twenty four. therefore, when you pray, believe that you have received it and you'll have it. In other words, you don't pray begging for God to do things. You pray thanking God that the thing that you're praying for is already done. So what I want you to do is when you get all those puzzle pieces together and you begin to see all that cohesiveness come together, write it all down in a vision as if it's a letter from the Lord giving you this thing that he's already planned and he's already prepared. And just begin to receive it, freely receive it from the Lord as a gift. And all you have to do is just respond in faith. Listen, my friend, that's how you start pursuing God's plan for your life. That's how you start you start walking in it. And I know that uh, that's your heart. And I pray that as you do that, uh, you will absolutely see your life change, just like I've seen mine change. And I've seen hundreds and hundreds of, of, of others change that I've taught them uh, this same principle over many years. Listen, I want to encourage you, grab my book, God's Plan for Living. Uh, I talk a lot more about this process uh, within that. Also, stay connected with us uh, right here, wherever you're listening. If you're on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe and comment. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, make sure that you are subscribed and you also leave a review uh, to let others know that this uh, is a real blessing in your life. I love you, my friend. Uh, remember that I'm here for you to help lead you in everything that God has for you uh, in the kingdom. And I hope you'll join me again right here on God's plan for living. Bye. Hey, my friend, it's Matt. Listen, just wanted to say thanks for being with me on the podcast today. I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss anything here on the podcast, as well as leave us a review and let us know how much this podcast means to you. Until next time, my friend, I love you. And remember, you were created to thrive. Bye.